bring it in a little hotter. I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Did you have to speak over it? <laughs> Why, did it screw it up or something? No, I'm just saying. Actually, the way the way we've been recording now, I could just cut you out. No problem, because I've got oh, four yeah, distinct Oh, yeah, that's right. You're, that's a fabulous point, yeah. <laughs> Please raise your hand before you speak. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just, the, the level seemed a little low, that's all. Yeah, I know. I got you. Would you like to do it all over again? No, yeah. I got, no, I got no, no, I don't give a shit about that. I was just, you know. Could you turn the volume up on yours? Hey, I was that's here before true. the drops, so. So, you, would you like a cookie? So I can shit all over the drops. Oh, I I'm see. more important than the drops. Wait a minute. The, for the last three, four weeks, you've been asking for drops. Now they're here, now you're going to cut them off? <laughs> You're a habitual drop st- overstepper. <laughs> he comes a drop stepper. That's him, seriously. Comes the He's the drop stepper. Murder rap or whatever. Like, okay, all right. What is going on? Let's Yo. bring it back in. Let's bring it back into episode three hundred and thirty-one. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Not sure what area code that is. I'm sure my fine, fine co-host here will let me know. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for... I'm going to say boils and ghouls because it is the month of October. Let's get into the Halloween spirit. Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Dracula. Joining me as always... Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. Really? You're not even going to try to get in the fucking spirit? Minneapolis coming at you. Did you type in 331? Yeah. Because I got Illinois. Oh. Okay, wait a minute. Were we already in Illinois? What's oh, yeah, it covers portions of Chicago. Well, the first thing that says Northeast Minneapolis. I don't even know. See? Oh, it's the 331 Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I see. I type in 331 area code. Yeah, see, I just typed in 331. Yeah, don't listen to Harley. Last time he took us to Bolivia or whatever the fuck we were at. Bolivia. Run out the posse. Tony, a.k.a. MCP. What is going on, fellas? Yeah, you know. It is 10.33 p.m. on this lovely Tuesday. make a dollar out of what makes sense. You know what I'm saying? You know? Just watch the Cubs knock out the Giants, San Francisco Giants, out of the playoffs. So that's always fun to see your rivals get their ass kicked and get out of here. Because for the last couple of years, they've been winning the World Series on uh, on an even year. So not this year. No, sir. So they're out of here. Um... The Chargers keep finding clever ways to lose football Jesus games. Fucking Christ! I mean, should we just get right into it? I mean, you want to just not get just get out of the way right now? No, there ain't nothing to talk about. It's, nothing to talk about, huh? It, it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It is. It's bad. It's like really. You. It's like it screams like fixing. Like somebody's saying, "All right, we got to lose this one." So. Fumble the handoff, or you know, overshoot the long snap, or miss the little field goal, or throw an interception. And, right, Which never like, happens during the, I mean, the regular, you know, like the first three quarters. But when it counts the most, like fourth quarter. I didn't watch the game. I saw the highlights. 
I'm like, sure later on the road we're going to find out some bookie is is, is betting on him. Fuck, and, you know, man, are we? So he's on is, ransom or something. Is that, is that that's possible? Like I don't. I mean, I got no love. How can for someone lose that much? Them, you know. I don't know. They lose by a point, two points. This time they lost by three points. But it's like, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's creepy, is what it is. It's, Tony, you got Tommy Wissau drops handy or no? Uh, let's see what so I, I would just ask Tommy everything. You know, anything you need to know, Harley. <laughs> ask Tommy. He'll tell you. What? No, we need uh, Mark Wahlberg going, what? No. Well, that's what he's going to tell you, unfortunately. Like, you think the Chargers are going to get any further? What? No. <laughs> Should they get rid of Philip Rivers? What? Yeah. Oh, stink, stink. What is it? Stink. Hold oh, still. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. No, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. That's just as creepy as that one um, Halloween decoration Home Depot had to take off the shelves in Canada because people thought it was too creepy. Mm-hmm. You heard about that? Yes. Today on Weird News? Yeah. But no, we're about to talk about some movies. We got a jam-packed show tonight. I mean, we're going to be talking about fun. some Oh, yeah. We got some movies coming at you. I chose a homework. I chose Hunt for the Wilder People. Directed by who, Harley? Uh, I'm not even going to waste my time. Tony, help me out. Wilder People is... Uh, directed by... Taika Waititi. What was that again? Taika Waititi. There you go. See, isn't it fun to say? Mm-hmm. It's Waititi. <laughs> And then extra credit, my man MCP chose Silence of the Lambs. Um, but before that, I think Harley got in some inter- some intergalactic warfare with a couple aliens there. So, uh... Please yeah, explain thought- what made you choose, like, how, <laughs> how did this I come need- about? I just wanted to watch a mindless, you know, sort of, uh, you know, action flick. I We sure. saw... Uh, last week, I think, or the week before, was, uh, I- was Captain Iron Man, whatever the fuck his name is. Captain Iron Man, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Captain American, American, American. So, um, you know, here's a. This is the problem. Okay. I am officially superhero fatigue, burned out, whatever you want to call it. But I'm right. not mindless action movie fatigued. And so, you know, and obviously... Put on your butts, it, Tony. Yep. What's there that? There you go. I just told Tony to hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. So, uh, yeah. Uh, 2016 Independence Day Resurgence. 5.4 IMDb. Not great. Got panned by the critics. Um, two decades after the first Independence Day invasion, Earth is faced with a new extrasolar threat. It literally says extrasolar, so I don't know if like solar panels are coming down from the fucking space. So, uh, but will mankind's new space defenses be enough? So, it's sort of like a like an altern alternate future or modern day you know if 20 years ago we beat the aliens we'd take their technology and we'd have all this like new sophistication sophisticated military right it's cool i dig it we're on the moon we literally have a like a moon base like 
like something out of a bad sci-fi movie. Like there's Long a moon base, um, you know, and and of course we have a woman president, and um, we got William Fickner up in the house, you know, got a big supporting cast. We got everybody from the first movie. And they all got cameos except for Goldblum, and even he's except for not Will in Smith. It. He's not in it. He's not in it. He's he was like thanks, but no thanks. I think I'll, I think I'll shit out a stinker for uh, the other movie. Ouch. So, um, you know, the main character of this one is Liam Hemsworth. Um, you know, uh, Bill Pullman comes back. Um, you know, you got a bunch of uh, Brent Spiner comes back, but okay, Fox is in the movie. I think she shot for. So how was the movie? Maybe a day. <laughs> so. So yeah, I. This get... guy's in it. This guy played the grip, Tony. Did you know that? <laughs> this guy oh, yeah, mocked the, the this scene. You remember that guy? I love that yeah, guy. I recognize him from that other movie. Well, you see who did Craft Services? Oh my gosh, they're the best. <laughs> what, was he in the first movie? That's oh, for fuck's sake. Hurry up already, will you? So, so uh, I, I see why the people were critical of the movie. It's it's not a good film in the sense of, you know, a lot of the acting is bad. A lot of the, like, plots, like, certain characters, like, don't need to be in the movie. There's, like, this African warlord or some shit. That's, like, I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. I don't even know why it's in there. Is it a fun movie? But it is. It's fun. And a lot of it is because it's really CG heavy. Like, I mean, really CG heavy. Like a superhero movie? Lots of fucking spaceships and fucking laser beams and aliens. Big aliens, little aliens. But it's done well. The special effects are really good. They threw a lot of money at the movie. It was $160 million. And, and, uh, and spoiler alert, they really set it up for a sequel, which which I get because they were trying to make. Now, it didn't do well domestically. It lost a lot of money domestically, but it did make money foreign, so ultimately it did make a profit. So whether they actually make the third movie or not, I don't know. Roland Emmerich's, I know, getting a little old. So... Um, but the thing is, I never had, I, I, I never was bored. Like the movie, it, it's it's edited pretty pretty well. So there's always some something entertaining to watch, whether it's action or some cool science fiction looking set. So it kind of hits that that kind of like, um, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Guilty pleasure of like bad sci-fi movies. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's got the shitty script and the bad acting and the, the over-the-top storyline, but it's got really good special effects and, and all the, like, the yeah, fight you said scenes that already. And all the fight scenes and shit like that are, like, they're done well enough so that it's it's not, like, the shaky cam bullshit, you know what I mean? Rolling do they mention Will Smith's character? Yeah, they do. He uh, He's dead. And the, Fuck one, of this the main movie. Char- one of the main Piece characters is his son. That's so, you know, they have some cliches with the son and his dad. His mom know. still be stripping? Well, no, she's a doctor. Oh, of course. Because remember, that's she's the most like, logical like, sense. Well, no, like if you remember in the first one, she's like, no, I don't remember the first one. Doctor school or some med school or some shit like that. Just a doctor school. Doctor school. 
<laughs> I, I think in the first movie, like, she talks about, like, I'm going to be a pediatrician or some shit. Like, but was this when she was getting uh, hundreds put down her pants? I don't know. When, uh, I don't know. She was having this conversation? Movie, she was shaking that ass. They let her keep the nurse outfit. She's in yeah, the that's it. See? She wore the nurse outfit one time thinking, I'm going to go to doctor school. And then they, they conveniently let her die. So I thought that was. Uh, let's get to the brass tabs. How, how is Goldblum? Come on. That's all we want to know. Goldblum's Goldblum. He's like playing. He's playing himself. Like Fantastic. Moving on. Bill Pullman. That's Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman's crazy. He's like batshit in it. Like, he's got like such bad PTSD. <laughs> like, he's got like the crazy grizzly beard. He kind of looks like uh, what's his name does in Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, oh shit! Sam Neil. He looks like fucking Sam Neil minus the the uh, the Irish accent. But um, uh, no. Well, Michael works. Monroe plays his daughter. I think you know what happened. Uh, uh, give me thirty seconds. Everybody was thinking that this movie was going to like be this really like serious, dramatic. Nobody thought that. Well, then I don't know why. Tony, did you think that? Uh, No. The sequel to Independence Day was going to be a heavy drama. Well, not a heavy drama. That's what you said. Like a serious. Like, I feel like the. I I feel like Emmerich was always kind of like winking at the audience, like, this shit's ridiculous, isn't it? I told you we were going to go over the top. Like, the thing is, watch the original. It's cheesy. It's campy. It's over the top. But we love it. And this is all those same... It does everything that the first movie does. But it... it One step further, and everybody hated it. Well, why is that? I mean, the first Independence Day, is, it's a bad movie. It's like, it's over the top. But it's got that cold... They want to make a sequel to a bad movie. Well, but we... Are you kidding me? We got 14 Transformers movies. I mean... Yeah, those aren't bad. No, they're... <laughs> Just talking about Willis. So I had fun with it. I had a, I gave it a dollar. Chris kind of programmed through it, but I, I kept watching her look up when you know she could hear the aliens go. Zoo, zoo, zoo. So no, that's always kid, fun. The little kid and her came out and she watched it. And yeah, it's a bad movie, but I had fun with it. So it gets a dollar. Now this is a part of the review. <laughs> I'm gonna make a new segment where Tony dissects Harley's review right after his review. <laughs> Tony, please uh, elaborate what he just said. Um, th- I I wasn't paying attention. I checked. <laughs> out. Oh, you program what he reviews? <laughs> Fantastic. Oh boy. So you listen to it after while you're editing. You listen to what he said. Like, is that what he was saying? If he's lucky. Okay. If I'm, I'm going What? Bitch, yeah, you do. Your fucking ego will be crushed if you. Your ego would be crushed. Don't even lie. Don't even lie. Tony, what'd you watch? Did you see anything? I watched... Um, you went on a ride-along. Yeah, I went on a ride-along. I uh, joined uh, Ice Cube and Kevin Hart um, out in Hawaii. Oh, hey. you saw the sequel. Was it Hawaii? Maybe. I don't know. Where the fuck were they? It looked like oh, Hawaii. Boy. I wasn't paying attention. Miami? Because um, I was programming. <laughs> I had the, I had the, oh, I had the day off on Monday, and I just wanted some background <laughs> movies, so I threw this on. Um, and every once in a while, you can hear Kevin Hart doing his his comedy routine so i'm like okay yeah that's funny you know or ice cubes slapping him around or something um this is the one that starts with um let's see it's got it's got that guy from that fast movie (laughs) oh that guy yeah that guy 
Are you talking about the sequel? Ride Along 2. I think I'm I thinking saw it was the second one. You said, you said Hawaii, but I'm pretty sure it's Miami. It's Miami. The second one. Miami makes more sense. Yeah, they got palm trees in the cover. I remember because he, he, uh, he went there and he was wearing like an all-white tropical suit. That's, yep. That's the second one. Be, yeah, so I, was, so I saw Ride Along 2. Um, from uh, Fast and Furious. I saw the first one. Right at the beginning, um, uh, the black guy from Fast and Furious. Wasn't he in Fast and Furious? Tyrese? Tyrese? Yes, oh, that's his name. He's in it? I, he's like cameo for 30 seconds. I can't seconds. see his name. Okay, no wonder. I'm, like, I'm, I'm struggling. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm struggling to see Falling his name. Falling out the bottom because he's just like a little... <laughs> that's funny. Oh, just racist. They all brothers look alike. I was going to say... Well, I mean, there's not that many brothers in. Oh yeah, Tyrese Gibson, Mayfield. You saved yourself, Tony. He's in it. Yeah, I told you. Did you just say Uh, there's not a lot of brothers in Ride Along? No, in in Fast and Furious that are the main characters, and so you were able to figure out who I was talking about. Um, I I did. But anyway, anyway. the movie was the movie was worth a dollar. Um, it, did you it, ever see the first one? No, he just jumped right in the second one. Just just jumped. I just I I just went under. I went on your HBO Go and said, sure, <laughs> you would throw that on. <laughs> I wanted something that I didn't have to think. Right. You just have it in the background, and every once in a while, there's cars crashing and flipping. Um, right. One of the funny parts that I actually kind of dug, like uh, um, Kevin Hart's character is kind of a – he's a gamer, and he's playing you know, a Need for Speed or some kind of GTA 5 or something. On yeah, the first one, he's playing a Call of Duty. He's sucking shit. That's okay, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, there it is. So um, – and this one, he's playing, at the beginning, he's playing um, some Need for Speed. or so he, There's a car chase going on. And then he drives the car later in the movie. And the, whole, and, and the movie, like, superimposes um, video game aspects onto the real movie. So he's, like, he's imagining he's in the game. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty fun. So he had, like, you know, the, the, the speed and the radar and the chase cam and shit. And, uh, it, was, it was pretty fun. I was like, that, that's, that's pretty funny. Um, and it was just—it was a silly movie. It's one of those. It's a silly comedy. You got to be in the mood for silly movies, and it, it, it can be fun. So, what's his IMDb like? Because I'm looking at things like people who like this also like this, and it's all his movies. Right yeah. along, yeah, you have to like Dead Hard. Hard. It's like holy shit. His you IMDb like for the last couple of years must have been insane, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see he's, some dirty like camp on there. Like there was, he's filming, uh, he's filming Jumanji, he's filming Captain Underpants, announced the Untouchables in pre-production on the stand-up. Like he does a TV show, Real Husbands of Hollywood. I mean, it's that's fucking insane. How much this guy works? The guy's busy. You guys, see, he's just cashing. He's just look at 2014. Up. Okay, right along. About last night. Think like a man too. Uh, school dance uncredited. Top five. Aloe Black King does some video short. Keep it together. The Wedding Ringer. Get hard, uh, yeah, and then fucking right along too. Like like two years later, Jesus. Did you guys, uh, did you guys see this? It popped up on um, Reddit for me a couple of days ago. I never actually got to finish it, but it's GTA VR, and it it stars the actual guy who plays one of. The oh, movies. I heard about this. Yeah, I it's never watched like, it. It's like. Like if he puts on these fake VR glasses and then he's in GTA, so you know he goes outside and people are stealing yeah. each other. <laughs> but he, it's like the whatever the, the the white trash guy character, right? 
he actually the actor that did the, the voice actual actor did GTA. He's in it, and so he's like, "Come on, get!" It. He's fucking over the top. He's screaming and cursing and shit. It was just funny. And so the guy so playing VR games like, "Oh, whoa! This is not what I was hoping for. This is crazy. <laughs> this is too much." So, anyways. Oh, so would you goodness. want to ride along again? Um, oh, my next movie? No, I switched gears into the forest. I took my ass into uh, a. Wait, suicide. did you did you give it a rating? Yeah, I said it was a dollar. Okay. Um, I'm just copying the this link so people know what the fuck we're talking about. There you go. The Where's forest that? with Natalie Dormer. Um, yeah, so I watched the uh, the forest with Natalie Dormer. Um. But the famous Japanese forest. People go and kill yeah. themselves. And, uh, and again, it was one of those like I didn't really care to pay, want to pay attention. Just have it in the background. Um, oh, four point eight. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's not that great. Um, she's got this twin thing going on. Her twin sister is uh, one of those like she likes to. She's kind of a rebel. Goes off on her own. Um, doesn't phone home. So she feels like something's wrong. She goes to this forest. Everyone says she's dead, and then she shows up. Nobody knows she has a twin sister, so they see her and they think are you it's the ghost ET of her twin. Are you reviewing forest. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, it's 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 not good. Um, like, go. Even just having it in the background, uh, there were a few times where I was like, uh, "Ooh, like maybe this is interesting," um, but they 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 did the whole there's a bad guy and it's not it's like there's a there's a haunted side of the, the forest but they say it's just it gets in your head so you don't know if it's really haunted or if she's just tripping you know there's some says hallucinogens in the air or something but then they have a bad guy who i mean i'm gonna spoil the fuck out of it there's a bad guy who kidnapped the twin sister and then he gets the, the this sister it's like ah come on like couldn't you just stick with the supernatural shit it wasn't a supernatural thing in the forest there's actually some somebody it was like, it like yeah, like it's like really, it it felt like it, it just uh, sold out the whole with the whole. There's a bad guy and he 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 actually kidnapped the one sister and now he he's going after the other sister type thing. I'm like ah fuck off. Um, so for me it was a waste of time. That's some bullshit. A waste of time. Fucking forest. Well there you fucking have. You see that? How do you like that? Don't waste your time, kids. Skip on that shit. So check it out. This, uh... This, this... I won't say what day, because... I can incriminate myself. Let's just say I went to a... I went to a movie festival over the weekend. And, um... It's called Beyond Fest here in Los Angeles. And, um... They have all these kind of genre movies. And, and uh... They show new movies. They show old movies. Like, in fact, last night, RZA was DJing. They're showing the movie uh, 36 Chambers of Shaolin. They're getting out these red posters and sign everything. It was pretty cool. This was their signing. So they have different types of movies. Um, the day I went, there's there's also free screenings too. So if you stand in line, you can get a free uh, tickets to movies. And the day I went, they had a double feature of George A. Romero's movies. And one was Martin from 1977. A young man who believes himself to be a vampire ghost to live with his elderly and hostile cousin in a small Pennsylvania town where he tries to redeem his blood-craving urges. 
Now, this is like, like I said, 77. So, um, it was a 60 millimeter print. So it was like this weird pinkish or like a uh, weird tint to it. Like if you, the contrast is a certain way, you know, when the colors are off, hmm. um, it, it, that's, that's what the color looked like. So I didn't mind it as much because I felt like it's just been the print that's been used for like ever. So it kind of felt authentic or something. I don't know. Uh, so I was saying to myself in the head, um, but, uh, yeah, this little movie, it's like a really, it's really slow pace because you can tell it's super like indie, like it's his first project or something. I don't know if this is George Romero's first movie, but maybe you guys can, maybe it's before Night of the Living Dead or after. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, it's really slow, but, um, man, I, dude, I just thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Like when he goes, moves in with his, um, and, uh, well, like it says elderly, uh, I kept thinking of his uncle. But he keeps calling him Nosferatu. Nosferatu. He just keeps yelling at him. He's like, what? What the fuck? Why is he always yelling at him, you know? He's letting him stay at the house, but he keeps thinking he's a vampire. Um, but the very the very beginning, you see him get on the train to, to, to get down to Pennsylvania. And he's got this little bag full of stuff. And he's talking to this one girl. Opens it up. Gets a syringe. Puts this liquid. Hits her with it. And then he starts getting naked. And then you're just like feeling uncomfortable. Because this is like in the 70s. And it has that really weird old feel to it, you know? It's almost very snuff looking. It's just put me at unease it's like oh man this is this is creepy this is the very beginning of the movie jesus um he just lies with them and then all of a sudden he slits the wrist and they start bleeding like crazy and he starts sucking it you're like whoa um but he's kind of like dexter where he cleans up his mess and leaves no tracks you know what i mean uh-huh. yeah um so then yeah you start you start hearing him narrate he starts calling into like a radio show and uh he says he's a vampire and he's doing this crap and then the radio dj of course doesn't believe him but he wants him to keep calling it because people are loving it at the same time, his uncle keeps thinking he is a vampire. Um, but he, he, what's so interesting is like he, he goes up to his uncle while he's fucking just pissed off at him. He goes, look, he grabs the garlic that he had around his neck and he takes a bite of it. See, nothing. It's not doing anything. Grabs the cross. Look, nothing. You know, anything you do, it's, it's not working. I'm not a vampire. But then you're like, but wait, you, you suck on blood and you, you're, you're preying on these women, but you are a vampire, but he doesn't show the symptoms of a regular vampire, you know? Um, so it's really, it's, it was really cool. I mean, I, uh, the, the main kid who was in, I don't know if he's done anything else, but, uh, Sean Amplis, yeah, he was really creepy. And we get a super young Tom Savini with no mustache. It was kind of fun. The cameo, and George Romero does a cameo, he plays Father Howard. He's kind of like, kind of like, kind of laid back, smoking cigarettes, just a really cool, uh, father. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah, this movie is super, man, for, I really dug it that for the first movie, you're like, it's gonna be slow. I'm like, oh man, it's gonna be a long day. But I, I really enjoyed. It. I really enjoyed it. It was a very high buy for a dollar. I don't see how it ends because it's it's really cool how it ended. But yeah, so no, it's um, pretty fun. Romero directed the the Night of the Living Dead movie in '68. Okay. And then what did he do after that? He also did the Crazies in '73. Okay, well that's the next one I saw. Yeah, and then in between he did There's Always Vanilla and Hungry Wives. Okay. And then in 1974, he did a TV movie documentary called O.J. Simpson, Juice on the Loose. Yeah, that was a trivia question. So that one oh, guy DVD in the crowd. Who knew? So, somebody Juice did, dude. Loose. <laughs> somebody funny. knew. The guy asked a question, and sure enough, one guy in the back said, O.J. He's like, yep, who said that? Come down here. Yeah, somebody got it. It was insane. I thought that's funny. So yeah, the crazies, the military attempts to contain a man-made combat virus that causes death and permanent insanity in those affected as it overtakes a small Pennsylvania town. Starting to see a trend here, Pennsylvania? Mm. Um, uh, yeah. 
So I, I don't know if you guys remember the remake. You saw the remake with uh, Tim yeah, Kelly Fox? Yeah, I think I saw it. I was a little underwhelmed. Okay. Yeah, this one's that. Same thing. A lot of military jargon in the beginning. A lot of talk, blah, blah, blah. We meet this couple. Um, she's going to work. One guy's a firefighter. Then they get split up and then meet up again when the fucking town just starts going crazy. They're trying to contain this virus. And it's just crazy. Um, I, you know, I, was, I wasn't too bored with it. I mean, I was, it was okay. You know, I'm watching him. It's not bad, you know. But my friend that I went with, Scott, um, fellow vinyl collector and uh, autograph hound, he was just like, hey, uh, we should probably leave early so we can, um, you know, meet the, the two guys from Monster Squad because they were going to be there. And Death Waltz Record Company that's like, does one of the, like, my, you know, that does all the cool horror soundtracks on vinyl, they, they were, they were one of the sponsors of Beyond Fest. So they had the UK edition of the Monster Squad 7 inch LP. And, uh, you can only, you know, get in the UK. I mean, you could pay for extra shipping, but, you know. It was right there. So, sure enough, they had Andre Gower and Ryan, Lam- Ryan Lambert from Monster Squad, Sean and Rudy, two main kids. Well, not kids anymore. That grows up. And, uh, yeah, I got them to sign. I already had the Wolfman one, but I bought the UK one. It's the same two tracks. It's funny. It's the same thing, just, you know, different ones. You know what I mean? It's sickening. I know. I get it. Um, but I needed the, uh, the 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 Frankenstein one, and my buddy Scott's like, dude, you got to get it. You you need to finish the collection. I'm like, oh, I'm fine with the three. He's like, no, has he twenty dollars here? You got to get it. I'm like, all right, I got to get it. I guess. So I get it there, and and they all sign all four of them, which was really rad. And uh, and I take a picture with them and everything. And, and I was and they do a, a podcast called Squadcast, and I was thinking, fuck, I should have had them record a bump. Every time I think about it, it's always after the fact, you know. I'm like, fuck, but they're super cool. They're always really chill. Um, so I got to meet them. That was fun. Um, and after that, there's there going to be a double feature. Later in that night, they were going to have the Dawn of the Dead, the first time in 3D that, that they ever played it. And then um, this French movie called Raw was its first. You think of, I don't know if it was the first time playing in the U.S., but this fucking movie. Let me just say. So craziest, like I said, I didn't finish it, so I can't really give it a rating. But, you know, for, it was, for the most part, it was all right. You know, I'll give 50 cents so far. Because <laughs> um, I, I didn't watch the ending. <laughs> So, I'm cool. I mean, depending on like the main, like the guy and the girl survive. I think I'd give it a dollar, but if they don't, I'll be kind of pissed. So, um, so let's move it on to Raw for 2016. This fucking movie, all right. Written directed by Julia Ducanar, first time director. When a young veg, yeah, when a young vegetarian undergoes a carnivorous hazing ritual at vet school, an unbidden taste for meat begins to grow in her. Now, Beyond Fest is known to hand out donuts at certain for before some screenings. This one was hey, no different. Donuts? So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, they give out donuts, um, and in this case, they uh, they gave out severed finger donuts. I don't know if you guys saw it. I posted. Oh, did I post that picture? Um, on Facebook. I don't think I did. I'm sorry. Leanne's texting me. She's asking for recording right now. I'm like, I'm recording right now. Damn it! Damn it! Let's see. Um, yeah, so they gave out a, yeah, so I'm like, what? Severed fingers? I'm like, oh boy, here we go. And this, this, this was, uh, getting some, some, some tread going in, in, in the circuit, cause, uh, apparently at TIFF, some people had fainted. This movie was so messed uh-huh. up. What? Um, yeah, that could be just, you know, just yeah. rumors or whatnot, whatever, but it's always kind of cool. It's always kind of like, ooh, that's kind of yeah, intriguing, you know? It always gets people's attention for sure. Yeah, for sure. So they yeah they give us donuts we're eating them we watch the beginning in fact the very it's and it's all it's all in subtitle you know everyone speaks French in the very beginning the movie is cut off like the subtitles like you can see the top ones but not the bottom ones and everyone's like hey come on what we can't read anything um, at one point um, 
like I said, you can read the, the, the first sentence on top, but the second the second part you couldn't. And at one point it said, um, this is unacceptable. And the whole crowd just cheered and, and just started laughing uh, when they just said, this is unacceptable. It was pretty funny. So then they stopped it, replayed it. In fact, they played it by the beginning. You know, normally they'll just stop it and then play it right then and there. These guys were like, nope, we're going to start it again from, you know, like a minute that, you know, you guys missed or whatever. So they replayed it. And, uh, yeah, the fucking French, man. Oh, dude, these motherfuckers... Dude, they're just out there, right? I don't know if you guys ever seen any other like French horror flicks or anything, but this one's this is right up there too. Like I said, uh, her family's vegetarians. Her sister's already in, in uh, veterinary school, so she's she's like a freshman coming in. She gets hay. She gets uh, she just eats some kind of like rabbit kidney or whatever, and then she just starts um, getting this weird rash and starts scratching herself at night. And she can't even sleep. And then she goes to see the doctor, and you see it, and the skin's being peeled in there. I feel like, oh, what the fuck is going on, right? You think it's like, okay, it's going to be body harmor, uh, or body horror, I'm so, sorry. And then it's like, uh, you see her sister, she starts acting weird. And then, and then uh, the main character, she starts getting weird. She starts um, eating meat. All of a sudden, she's at lunch with her gay friend, and he's looking at her like, what the fuck? I thought you were a vegetarian. What are you doing? She's eating all this meat, and she's just, just going crazy. She's getting this this the crave for meat, you know? But then she actually wants human meat. And then shit starts getting fucked up. It starts getting weird. And uh, I, I can't say any more. I don't want to spoil it. Um, but I would really encourage you guys to watch it. I'd love to talk about it afterwards with you guys. Um, I think it got picked up for distribution sometime soon here. So hoping you, know, you guys check it out hopefully this year. But it was just cool to see something you know new and something I hadn't even seen a trailer for or anything like that. Cool. But... Uh, yeah, it gets fucked up. I mean, there's one scene where, like, just even a, uh, a simple scene of uh, sisters Brazilian waxing each other. You wouldn't think it would be so bad, right? Like, oh, they're sharing a moment, right? So it's just like, hey, you know, you should really do this. It's like, I don't know. And then next thing you know, she's lathering up and ripping it off. You're like, whoa. And then the third time she's trying it, it's not going It's not going as easy, if, if you know what I mean. Harley, you're an expert in Brazilian waxing. <laughs> no, should, no, should, no, no, no. There's a difference. Like, I'm, you know, I think the Brazilian is like, you, they do like certain sections, like, you're very aimed. And when I do the waxing thing with, with my with my wife, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh what's the word? I'm, you know, you, you just, you're just getting everything. You know, you're just as much as you can. So you're not, no, uh, you're not aiming. You're just literally just, uh, nuking the, you know, I say we fly up. The full Brazilian is bare, and then there's the bikini line, which is trying to just keep it under the underwear. Oh, okay. You know what? Yeah, let me take that back because it was a bikini line they were doing. Because she was just yeah, on so the outside. Yeah, literally just saying, all right, we're just you know trying to. Uh, what is he saying? Aliens? I say we you know get and fly and nuke the whole place. That's the only way to nuke the whole place. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the way I do when I wax yeah. the asshole. So yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So the, yeah, so let's say when uh, they use this goop, they use this goop that's supposed to peel it off, right? First try, no problem. Second try, no problem. Third time, it gets pulled, and the camera zooms in. It's like right next to her fucking oh, badge, and, her skin. and you see the hairs and the skin, like real hair, real skin being pulled, and and the whole theater's just cringing, dude. It's just hilarious. It's like, it's just, it was the perfect movie to see in the crowd. In fact, uh, Beyond Fist tweeted out later, like, that was the best response they've gotten this the whole year was from that screen. And I was like, yes, I was there. Damn. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really cool. So, um, 
So yeah, so raw, keep it in your radar. So for right now, it's a very buy, uh, high buy for a dollar. It was, it's some fucked up shit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So like I said, so that was, uh, after that, um, we had to, they had to get us out of the theater and have to sit back because everybody wanted to see Dawn of the Dead. And the producer was there, Ken Faree was there, and, um, they were talking about how they just wanted to try something different. They wanted to, they had the technology, they figured let's do it right now, you know? Um, and to be honest, it didn't really need to be. I was just pumped to see Dawn of the Dead in the, in the theater because I remember seeing it on VHS and like, I'm like, ah, oh, it's so cool watching it in VHS and seeing it how it's, you know, at least back in, it, it just came out in 78. But as a kid from the 80s, you know, you watch a horror movie in VHS. It's just nostalgia. It's just really cool. Um, but this one was just like one of my favorites. Um, so I just stoked to see it in, in, in the big screen. And like I said, in the 3D, there's some cool brain matter. Heads being blown off. It goes into the, into the, into the screen, you know. Um, and, and that part was, it was fun, you know. But most of the part, like I said, didn't really need it. The movie's already great as it is. So, um, it was just a fun experience. And like I said, it was towards the end of the night. In fact, Ken Free was hanging outside, and my buddy Scott, uh, he bummed a cigarette off him. So we started talking, got a picture of them. And my man Scott brought like, like two laser discs of Dawn of the Dead, a couple of the original soundtrack on vinyl, and a couple of things, and he fucking signed all of them. Like, he went and had him sign two things, then he handed me one, he wanted me to go up to him, and I signed it. And then he went back and had him another, and then he gave me another one. <laughs> he just kept signing. And I'm like, dude, you just saved like 80 bucks right there. And you know, this, if we were at some convention or something, he would have charged you for every single one of those. Uh, and then the whole time, and then he's just like not satisfied. He goes, my buddy Scott's like, man, only if I bought the From Beyond soundtrack. Cause he had gotten, uh, Jeffrey Combs from Reanimator and Barbara Carrington. Coincidentally, both from Reanimator. He had already had them sign that one, so he just needed his cause he's in From Beyond as well. And he didn't get it, so the whole time we're driving back, he's like, every once in a while, he'd be like, I can't believe I didn't get it. I'm like, dude, let it go. <laughs> Could have let it go. I'm like, dude, you got to think positive. Look at all the ones you got. You know? And he's like, yeah, you're right, you're right. You know. So we're driving some more, talking some more, and then it'd be quiet, and she goes, I can't believe I didn't bring it from me. <laughs> I was like, man, you just, you and I'm thinking too, then I'm, th- then I'm thinking, you know what, you're right. I mean, he already had the other two signed, like, when else is he, would he have that cool opportunity to stand outside and get him? You know what I mean? He's like, I was just thinking Dawn, just thinking Dawn of the Dead. I wasn't thinking about his other movies. I didn't even think he was going to be there or whatever, you know? But um, but it was just so funny. He kept bringing up the Tourette's. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> but Dawn of the Dead is so much fun. It's, to me, it's a Slater. But uh, the 3D, the movie. not so much. doesn't need to be, so. That would be... <laughs> uh yeah, so that, so, yeah, so my first experience Beyond Fist, totally cool. Like little small, it's only like two screens, like, so the two free screenings were in this little theater, like maybe 50 seats, you know, it's really tiny, so it feels like very intimate and it's kind of cool. Um, and then the, the, the main one, Raw and, um, uh, Dawn of the Dead were in a huge screen, so it was really cool. It, and, you know, and they do this for like two weeks, it's awesome. You just go there, like I said, free screen. And then, in fact, one of the nights they had fucking James Gunn moderating, with Kurt Russell, and they screened uh, Big Trouble in Little China on 35mm. I mean, it's, it was incredible. Mm. That was the same time, um, the week before, my buddy Scott went and saw The Beyond um, with the, the the composer's cut, where Fabio Frizzi actually played the score live while the movie was playing. So, um, even that alone, it's just it's just amazing. So, Beyond Fest was so much fun. It did Grauman's Egyptian Theater. And, um, in fact, Cousin Leanne, she texted me, she said she went, apparently. So I'm giving you a shout out right now, Leanne. If you still listen, you said, said, oh, and I've been to Beyond Fest. We'll talk about that. I want to hear what you experienced. I'm like, well, 
You're going to hear it now when I'm talking about it. <laughs> and don't interrupt while I'm recording the podcast. It's not nice. It's very rude. I'm kidding. Uh, so let's see. Yeah, so Beyond Fest 2016 was a blast. So like I said, it's still going on. Rizzo was there last night. So um, let's see. So I think that's that wrapped up. All right, we talked about all our extras, right? I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, that covers it. Yeah. Okay. I just want to get in a little rant here real quick, you guys don't mind. Uh-oh. So the other day, I went to went to Fry's, went to Nolan, went to go see what movies are out, go buy stuff. Fry's has a lot of DVDs on sale. Sometimes they have some for $1.50, some for $2.50, some for $3.50. They just want to get rid of them. They have tons of some they can't get rid of. So I'm looking around, the blue tags are real cheap, the yellow ones, you know, not as cheap. I'm looking, I'm looking, and I'm a big fan of movies, um, if it's the Blu-ray, DVD, and digital copy. For a certain price, I'll, you know, I'll buy it. When I buy movies on iTunes, the the lowest I'll buy is four ninety nine. You know, and it's like I'm buying it digital movie for five bucks. It's like damn. But if I buy a Blu-ray, DVD, and HD for that same price, you know, I feel like hey, that's a bargain, right? I get all three of them. That's just my thinking. So shit, I just saw we're the in there off franchise on Amazon for like six bucks or something <clears throat> for all of them, right? Yeah, it was all of them. I was like, damn, yeah, that's almost worth buying just because there's six uh, of them. Absolutely. See, they, bargains like that. It's like you know, jump on that ship. So. I go in there and I'm looking, I'm looking, and I'm like, ooh, what's this? The Gunman, starring Sean Penn, Idris Elba, Ray Winstone. I remember liking that. I'm like, it's on sale for eight fifty. Hey, that's not bad. I'll buy it. So I go out one and I grab the one with the slipcover because I got to have a blue with the slipcover. I don't know why. They just look nice. They just It, it tells me that it's the first press, yada, yada, right? The other ones had like a fucking coupon for Jason Bourne, which I don't even think is in the theaters anymore, right? No. So I go up to the register. I'm like, hey, I want to buy this movie and this movie. And then the guy rings it up and he's like, this, it's like $69.99. I'm like, oh, that's, that's weird because your sign over there says $8.50. And he's like, hmm, okay, let me see. So he goes back to talk to some supervisor chick who's doing a till. She's doing register, yada, yada. Looks it up, yada, yada. And, uh, yeah, they come back saying, yeah, it's not, it's, for some reason it's coming up this price. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's weird. They're like, yeah. And he comes up with some bullshit excuse. <laughs> Like saying, oh, get this, L- listen to this. Oh, it gets better. He goes, yeah, this one, see, so this one um, has less pixelation than the other one. So that's why this is more expensive. What? And I'm like, less pixelation? that literally makes no sense. And he goes, um, what you just say makes no sense. Like that doesn't make any sense. I'm thinking to myself, you're selling defective products then? Like, why would you say that? Like, you're telling me this Blu-ray is less pixelation, less pixelation. So to, do you use your words than that other one? And he gets all flustered. He's like, like, I'd ask him like, yeah, is that even a word? Yeah, yeah. So he goes, he's like, yeah, I know. I, I was, I was shocked too. So I'm like, all right. So he, he goes back to the girl again, and she, he's like talking to her this morning. He's like, da, da, da. so she comes up to me, thinking this is my motherfucking first rodeo. All right, I got about 400 Blu-rays, lady. All right, don't fuck with me. So she comes back. She goes, yeah, so the difference is these two, this one's um, a digital HD and this one and the other one. I'm like, no. I grab both of them. I flip them over. I go, look. I take the slip cover off the one and go, look. This one is digital HD. This one's digital HD. They're both digital HD. They're both exactly the same. And I'm trying to be cool, but I'm getting a little agitated, but I'm trying to be cool. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to yell at anybody. I'm trying to be cool. I go, look, they're both digital HD. They're both the same thing. They're both the same Blu-rays. Here you go. So she's getting flustered. She's like, um, um, would you like someone to explain it better? I'm like, yeah, please. Thank you. you know? Um, and Danella had already left. He didn't want to wait her out, you know? And he's looking at his phone like, what the fuck's taking so long? You know? I'm like, just 
fucking sub with his goddamn blue for eight fifty. What's the problem, right? Uh, this this one dude hop along Howie, big old big old dude starts walking, boom boom boom, not being amused at all. Eyes half open, probably pissed off he's coming into work today, and uh, he just comes in, he looks at them both, and he goes. I go, yeah, this one's 16, this one's 850. I'm like, what's the difference? And he just points at the sticker. This one here with the Jason Bourne movie coupon, this one's the one that's on sale, not this one. And I'm like, okay, but I don't, I, okay, I'm like, okay, that, all right, sure. Um, I'm like, all right, can I just buy the one that's on sale and then take the slip cover from that one? But he's like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, why not? And he's like, we can't do that. I'm oh, like, the whole fuck. point is you want the goddamn slip cover. <laughs> yes. So yes, I should I should have clarified that you're right. I just wanted that stupid. I wanted buy the fucking eight fifty dollar one. It's because you want the goddamn slip cover. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I should have clarified that you're right. So before I grab the other one, because because okay, so I, I missed the spot. Sorry, I got to go back. Dang it. So when I had the one with the slip cover, I'm like, oh, you know what? Here, let me just take it back. I'm sorry for your charge. Just take it back. He's like, no, it's okay. So he's like, all right, fine. So I'm walking back. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I didn't get it it's for that sale price. I'm walking back. I'm like. Oh no! Fuck! Before that, he even said, "Oh, if it's a blue ticket, you have to sign up for their mail letter newsletter to get that price." I'm like, "What? Since when?" He's like, "Oh, that's been around for a while." I'm like, "Since when? Really? Like, if I want this blue for like that to sign up to your newsletter, like, that's bullshit." So that's what made me go back there and look at the sticker that said it was a fifty. It was a yellow tag. It wasn't blue. So I go back. I take the whole fucking price thing. I stick it on the table. And go look. It says it's eight fifty. So that's when he started asking this, the, the the girl, and then that's when they brought the guy. So I'm like, all right, you know what? At this point, he's like, that's the only difference. He's like, he's like, yeah. I'm like, fuck it. All right, I don't want. It. That's fine. Thanks, thanks for your time. I walked away. I was pissed. I'm like, god damn it. I know it sounds silly. I know it's, I dude. I know. I'm telling you, it's crazy. I just wanted that fucking Blu-ray with the slipcover. So then I'm like, fuck, man. I'm pissed. I'm looking at the dogs. Like, what happened? He's like, I didn't get it. They they wouldn't sell it to me. They wouldn't. I go, I would have bought that one. I could even gave him the movie ticket. Like, here, take the fucking movie ticket. I don't even want it sticking on that other one. They just give me the goddamn slipcover. They wouldn't do it. Like, fuck it, fine. And I knew, and I go, why wouldn't they give it back to me? Because they thought I would do the old switcheroo, right? So I'm like, fuck it. Two days go by. I'm like, you know what? If I'm in San Marcos, I'm going to go back in there. All right? I'm going to go, fuck this, man. I'm going to get it, you know? So if it's there, guess what I'm going to do? What am I going to do? You're Take buy that damn slipcover for a goddamn slipcover. Yeah, no, I'm gonna get the slipcover and put on the one that's on sale. Oh, you're because the slipcover. But the slipcover yeah, slip has the, a barcode on it. It does not. It oh. does not. It's got a hole with the oh, slip. With the, it's got the. There you go. Yeah, yeah. See, see, so it's got. So you look in the back. It's got a hole for the. So so whenever it's the the one on sale gets scanned, it's gonna be the one on sale, even though it's got a slipcover. So I'm like, so I parked, I'm walking, and my heart's fucking racing. Like, I'm about to rob a goddamn bank like in heat. <laughs> like, I'm about to do a, a fucking nefarious crime or some shit, dude. I'm walking in there, and it's like slow. I'm like, all right, fuck, let's see if we can do it. I don't want to get caught. I just sounded stupid. Let's see if I'm, I want to fucking stick it to him because goddamn it, I want it. It's pissing me off. I just wanted that stupid slipcover, you know? Now I won't let it go. So I'm walking, and I'm just like, I hear the music from heat, you know? I'm like, and it's just like, and then... I don't even want to talk to anybody, dude. No fucking welcome to fries. No nothing. Just don't even talk to me. I'm on a fucking mission. So I'm walking. I'm walking. Yeah, play the heat music in the background. I'm walking. Two guys are in front of me. There's there's two guys in front of me, right? And I'm like, perfect. You just track the fucking greeter. It's going to be perfect. I can just walk right by them. They won't even make eye contact. They start talking. They ask them a question. Hey, did it? I'm like, perfect. 
start walking. It's like it's like slow mo. I'm like the fucking Terminator. Everything's in red. <laughs> I'm scanning shit. I'm scanning people are walking, seeing people looking at me. And I see, and I walk in the aisle. I'm like, please don't nobody be stalking. Please nobody be stalking. I walk into the aisle where the Blu-rays are. That damn guy stalking Blu-rays. I'm like you motherfucker. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not gonna face me. If it's there, it's there. Cool. If it's not, no big deal. I'll just walk away. So I'm walking. I pass right by him. I'm like, all right, you know. Look at him, see if he's armed. Can he try to stop me? He ain't armed. I'm walking around by him. Look at the Blu-rays. Oh, there it is. Right on the fucking side. The one with the slipcover. What's over there next to it? The three that are on sale with the stupid Jason Bourne coupon movie for that movie that's not even in fucking theaters. Take a woman and do me any good anyways. So I grab the ball. I'm like looking at it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm looking at the one with the slipcover. I'm looking at the one that's on sale. Look over to my right. He ain't looking. He's stalking. And here we go. Here's my chance. Pulling the slipcover. I'm having a hard time pulling the slipcover away. Are you fucking kidding me? Hands sweating. Sweating from the forehead. Like, come on, man. Let's do this. Swip it. Swipe the slipcover. Put it on the old one on sale. Put the old one back. Boom. Walk in the register. Boom, boom. Hearts beat out of my chest, right? Walk in the register. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to fucking do this, right? I'm gonna. It's going to happen. And fries. I don't know if you've ever been to fries, but it's got the longest line to get into the right damn register. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The long-ass aisle of candy. Of course, we all- yeah. And not only till you get to the end. Guess what? You gotta wrap back around again before like you get a, to the register. It's like a theme park ride. It really is. Yeah, you're waiting there, and then when you stand there right before, you have to wait till one of the lights come on before they call you in. Hey, they help you on 15. So I'm standing there, right, and I'm like thinking now, it's gonna be the same motherfucking asshole cashier guy that was there last time, right? That'd be just my luck. He wouldn't even notice. So walking, though. I mean, he wouldn't even think about it. He would just. Scan I don't know. Him. I don't know. I don't know. So then I walk in and I go, okay, come over here, sir. I'm like, cool. He's like, did you find anything you, you were looking for? I'm like, as a matter of fact, I did. Thank you very much. <laughs> he scans it. Bloom. 850 on sale with the slipcover on it. And I'm like, uh, and the guy starts talking to me. He goes, oh, this was a good movie. I'm like, fucking A was. Especially <laughs> now that I got the goddamn slipcover. We start talking about it. We start talking about movies. I'm like, oh, this guy I like. You like this movie? I like this guy. We're talking. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know what else was cool is um, the 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 White House one. I'm like, oh, White House down or whatever. He's like, yeah, yeah. No, the other one. Oh, with Jar Butler, Olympus has fallen. Yeah, yeah, that one. Now it's called the London has fallen. The new one. He's like, that was a good one too. I'm like, thanks for the recommendation, pal. I appreciate that, man. Has my receipt, has my bag. Fucking change. Exactly. I'm walking, man. I'm walking like fucking King Dingley on fucking fries. You know how they always look at your bag with the receipt. You know what I'm saying? They, so you know how they always open your bag. You got to see what you purchased. And it's, with a pink highlighter, they just scan the receipt. I don't know why they do that. I don't know what the fuck for. But uh, they want to see what I got. I'm like, yeah, look what I got. The fucking gunman with the slipcover, bitch. Woo! <laughs> I walk out. My heart starts back, back to normal pace. I'm walking like fucking my arms are swinging. Like, you know, and it's just like, and I just go, I'm like, man, I can't believe that. What a fucking wacky ass adventure for goddamn stupid ass slipcover. You know what's crazy about slipcovers? People sell them on eBay. Like it's, I was telling Tony this and it was blowing his mind. It's like, so to me, it's like a, it's an equivalent of like it's the first press. Like it's like the first one that came out, right? Sure. Um, but it doesn't have any special features. It's the same exact thing. No pixelation, less pixelation. No digital HD nonsense. The guy looked at me when I when I re- did you have replied one back to me. Person there go, yeah, I don't know, good question. Or did no? I'm thinking that must have worked with some Joe, some Joe Schmo, Schmo blow guy. You know, he would say that to him, and they'd be like, "Oh, is that why? Okay, you know, 
they would have yeah. totally just go, oh, it's less pixelation, but it's a Blu-ray. You know, they would have been like, oh, is that why? You know, less pixelation. I looked right in his face like he was fucking retarded. I go, that makes no sense. Yeah, of course. And he was just like, uh, um, 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 uh, hold on one second. I'm like, you damn right, you better go back there. So come up with another bullet. more story. More story. I got myself gum with a fucking slip, sweet ass slip cover. There you go. Did you tell your wife the same story? Oh, you goddamn right she did. What did she? Did she laugh at you? I got booty that night, motherfucker. That's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't be farther from the truth. No, she uh, she she kicked me out. I had to walk home that time. She 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 drove a car and after ass on. She's like, I married, I married one of the. She was like, I married one of the coolest motherfuckers around. She's like, you, you went back. She called me the gunman, if you know what I'm saying. Christ. Yeah, I told her she was just like she, cause she knows, she knows I'm, she knows I'm, she knows that I'm, I'm, I'm kooky, yeah, for cocoa puffs like that. So yeah, it made no difference, you know. And I know it don't, it don't surprise Tony at all either. So mm-hmm. just, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I got, I got the same thing going on over here. Um, my thing. Oh, well, let's let's talk about this. Come my, on. My is I I dissect old laptop batteries and I pull the lithium ion batteries out of them and then I do weird like science projects with them so there's like dozens of laptop batteries like floating all over the house they look like overgrown double A batteries they're 18650 um, but I got them all like connected with magnets and shit and wires and voltmeters and Doug Brown over here and they're they're fucking hooked up to the solar panels on the roof. Now, are you wearing a, a, a silver hat with crazy wires yeah, and light ups? Shit, like, when you... it's like it's like ten o'clock at night, and Chris is like, "Are we going to bed soon?" And I'm on like all fours on my hands and knees with a voltmeter, like, "Oh, the volt looks good." Like she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "Baby, let me just finish one little science project. It's all good." She's, she's like, "Are you fucking nuts?" Like, <sighs> see, and that's why they love it. See, you with your time and fucking. I know, I know. We all got to. Uh, you know, <laughs> balancing batteries, baby. Like, like that's it. See, that's, and you got something, that I see. Oh shit! Awesome. All right, Tony, it's your turn to share. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna start a poll, and we're gonna have people that are listening to comments on the <laughs> Facebook post after we put the this episode up, and see who's got the crazier, uh, the weirdest. Um, I don't even know what to call it. Just eccentric. I ain't got shit. <laughs> you got. You have no fucking weird habit. You don't do nothing weird. I play video games you all day. No. I mean, you fucking liar. On my this day off, guy. I play video games. What can I say? Um. Oh, how about this? Okay. So, um, they're they're doing like uh, asphalt repairs here at, here at uh, our building at our mm-hmm. apartments. So, Lane and I carpooled, and um, I drop her off. Anytime we carpool, I drop her off at work, and then I drive to in Oceanside, and then I drive down the coast to um, my job in, in Carlsbad. But instead of taking the freeway, I take Coast Highway. Sure. So I can get all the poker stops on the way. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> and every once in a while, I'll you know I'm looking at the radar to see if anything cools around, and every once in a while something rare pops Mind up. Mind you, Harley, when you will, when you start the game while you're driving, it asks you, "Are you driving? Are you driving? <laughs> yeah? Or are you in the like, passenger? Hell no, I'm not driving. So <laughs> so you know I'll 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 at stop signs I'll spin the poker stops and. Um, every once in a while, there's something cool to catch, so I pull the car over, catch Pokemon, and then continue on my way. Well, today, I was driving, and I see a silhouette. And now, in, in the game, when you see a silhouette, it means you haven't caught it yet. 
but I recognize the silhouette as one of the more rare Pokemon spawns. I flipped my car around. I drove around that in Carlsbad downtown trying to find that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I pulled my ass over and I caught that thing. And then I I did did catch it. Yeah, I caught it. It What was it? What was it? It was a Jinx. A Jinx? What the hell is a Jinx? What's it look like? Uh, it looks like a, like a little ghost hooker. Look it up, man. Here, I'll post it for you. Oh, yeah. Jinx Pokemon. Right, yeah, see. Jinx Pokemon. Look it up. Oh, my gosh. It totally does. <laughs> little, like, what the like hell? eggplant hooker thing. <laughs> like eggplant with blonde hair. Yeah. Blonde hair and shit. What um, the hell? Like, big old red lips. Uh, Someone, so there's a picture that says racist with a question mark. Racist? Because it's super, sure. and some, some of them are, like, black skin with big lips. <laughs> oh, that's Whoa. just people imposing shit on it. But anyway. Um, so that's my weird thing. <laughs> I, I, I diverted my, I looped. Like I went up, up Coast Highway, went, and I saw it down over by like the roundabout and, and when you enter Coast Highway from Oceanside. I was like, oh, fuck no, I ain't missing this. So I go down to Carlsbad Village, come back around on State Street, loop around into some other street, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there it is. Pull my ass over, catch it, and then I go to work. Oh, so it was like God. a five minute diversion. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. You heard it, folks. Who's got the weirder habit? <laughs> Please vote for myself. Vote, yeah. Put a one in the comments for me. Put number two for Harley. I put a three for Tony. There you go. We'll see. We'll see who's, who's the craziest of them all. Oh man. Okay, let's get into it because that's whew, that was jam packed. All right, um, moving right along with Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, like I said, I chose it because it was you know, my week for the homework. And I've been hearing a lot of cool things about this movie. And I like the director, Taika Waititi. He, uh, was it, when was the, the other one movie they did? How long ago yeah. was that? What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was usually like my number one, yeah. number two favorite of the year that year. Movie, so sure. that's 2014. Damn. Okay. Yeah. And he directed, he directed that too, right? Yep. Yeah. And with Jermaine Clement. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right on. So yeah, Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, starring. Well, not that many people. Sam Neill, Julian Dennison. Um, a national manhunt is ordered for a rebellious kid and his foster uncle who go missing in the in the wild New Zealand bush. Um, you know, they're from New Zealand, so it makes sense, you know, film it there. And uh, you know what? I can just put on the record. I'll walk the fucking earth with Sam Neill. Man, he can, he can survive a, a, a huge manhunt. He can survive dinosaurs. I'll walk the fucking earth with Sam Neill, man. Oh, I don't even give a fuck. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I I, Sam Neill, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm all about it. So, dude, so when I saw um, Bella, the girl that was um, his aunt, Rima, she was in a movie called Housebound, and she played that role to a T where she's like the super sweet. I said, like, you know, da 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 da, until she, until she fucks up that pig. Um, but she's so cool, super sweet, right? Awesome scene, dude. Yeah, such a fucking awesome scene. Uh, you say, hey, dinner service. And she wipes her fucking face and it's got this fucking big streak on her head. <laughs> face. It was so fucking funny. Um, so the humor is just, you know, it's just, uh, it's just like, uh, you know, they, they get, he's got the sensibilities. He's got that, that, that humor that I just, I, I dig, I love. What it is, is um, the movie never cracks a smile in the sense of they're not jokes. They're not here's the build-up, and here's the punchline. It's just a zinger that you're not expecting. It's like, like he is, me and Chris literally rewound the movie like three or four times because when he says, 
Man, are you going to manslaughter him? I don't think I can watch. That is the <laughs> fucking funniest thing we saw in a month. It was so goddamn fucking hilarious. We just kept rewinding yes. it. It was like midnight. We're watching the goddamn movie, and the kid just goes, Man, are you going to manslaughter him? Because I don't think I can watch. It is so goddamn hilarious. But the reason why... Well, even when she kills that pig and he looks at it, he he just faints and just falls over. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be my reaction, too. Yeah. The reason mm-hmm. why is because he doesn't crack a smile. All the jokes are all... The movie is, is... Like, if you just read the screenplay minus, like, the jokes, you'd think it's like a drama. And it is kind of. Well, yeah, but it's it's the characters that, that that you can put in a situation, right, that, that works really well, right? Like, so his, 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 his mom left him, so he kind of rebels everything. He's, like, doing graffiti. He's, like, burning stuff, right? Yeah. And then you get put with this sweet-ass aunt that, like, is going to take care of him, you know, and nurture him. And she makes that badass birthday song for him. I mean, she's just the best. She's oh, the that sweetest. was so awesome. And he's oh, all singing. And he was totally <laughs> into it, too. I'm like, yeah. And Sam knew yeah. it just being disgruntled sitting there. I was loving that scene, dude. I was like, this is so oh, awesome. Man. So that's what happened at the beginning. It was so heartbreaking. I was like, oh, man, this is a bummer. Um, Ricky yeah. Baker. Yeah, Ricky Baker. Oh, dude. Um, you know, when he's like, I'm going to name my dog Psycho Megatron or Tupac. I can't decide. And then the next time we see him when he's running, he's like, hey, Tupac, come here. You're like, brilliant. You already named Tupac, and he's coming after him. Like, this is perfect, right? Um the other thing I really, really enjoy, like I said, Sam Neill just being just disgruntled and just like, you know, if you think, oh, I'll probably warm up to him or something, you know, yeah. he's just like disgruntled man, like he hates being called a pervert by those three guys, like those fucking three guys, man, that scene was having me rolling, man, every time they kept copying what the main bad guy was saying, you know, and then when he told us, asked him to call him pervert again, he couldn't do it, kept, he barely whispered it, <laughs> shit was so fucking funny. But the movie had one of my best sounders off of like the year, I think, is to hear Sam Neill saying, Shit just got real. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I was like, "I want that clip. That should be on rotation on our web on our podcast. Like, I want that as a rate." I just thought that was so cool. Like, just like, teaming up with this fucking kid, man. It was so cool. It almost kind of reminded me of Up. He kept reminding me of the kid from Up. Yes, yeah, I got <laughs> that too. Right, you got that vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you know, you can tell I'm I'm I'm, I'm totally I'm loving it. So, what do you guys think of it? I watched it twice. Wow. Oh shit. Okay, when I was watching it, and I automatically thought, I was thinking at one point, I'm like, Tony's gonna fucking dig this. I, I can just tell these. The, I, I just knew it. I fucking yeah. knew you were gonna dig it. Yeah. And it's so I, funny. I loving it right from the beginning, and I think the the because Lane hated it. Like she, it's just like for her, oh. it was too silly in a serious movie, and it made me think. Like, I think that's what what sells it is that it's from the point of view of the kid, and mm-hmm. kids, their world is silly. Yeah, he's playing Grand Theft Auto when the cops were after him. He just fucking busts a U-turn. Yeah, like, that, like, and it, it just—that's what made it work—is that this kid, like you said, he doesn't crack a smile because in his world it's just normal to say shit like that. You know, it's normal right. to call your dog Tupac. Mm-hmm. It's silly. It's their entire universe is a silly place, but they're in serious business. You know, they're right. running for the light. They're five months out in the bush. That's fucking um, nuts. Well, I, the one just, thing I had a problem with: the kid never lost weight. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, no, I was like, in five months, that, I'd kid you. That fat boy would have been skinny. <laughs> there ain't enough. Oh, that's reminded me too. When she's like, when when she first met him, she's like, oh, oh god, you, you like, ate the kid who ate all the cake. <laughs> when she said oh, that, I'm she sorry. just started giggling. I was fucking dying, dude. And then 
Dude, and I'm like, there was one part where I knew, like, where I'm like, okay, th- I can just tell this is going to win Tony over. I just know. I just let's know. See, let's see if you nail it, because I, I know the part that got me. And then the one part that got Harley was a fucking Terminator reference. Oh, I was like, course. if he doesn't fucking love it after this part, I'm like, oh, and they kept like going Sarah about Connor it. Before she could do the pull-ups. <laughs> yes, before she could do the chin I was like, yep. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm sold. I'm like, this is fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. What was the point that you think that I that I fell in love with it that I was I was sold? Oh, I'm trying to remember now, but there's just one part I was like, I know, I I just got to I just right had a feeling. Okay. Oh, with the priest? Uh, no. So, so, was so, so they arrive at the house, right? Uh-huh. And the, the ladies are all like, oh, this is the kid, you know, he go, he burns shit, he has graffiti. He's like just talking all this shit about the kid right in front of him, you know. <laughs> And then, uh, and the, the, my, my favorite part is he's, the kids just kind of walks back to the car, gets in the car and shuts the door. Just yeah, ready to yeah. go. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm ready to leave. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm done. And then the lady goes like, you know, nobody wants you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's just laughing about it too. But she's like, oh, man. she uh, kind of makes the movie in some ways because she's so fucking nuts. No child left behind. No child left behind. No child left behind. Yeah. Oh yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah, I was totally sold. This is, this is an awesome movie. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah, I was. Like I said, they, he can't do no wrong with me right now, man. Tiger with like Thor yeah. Ragnarok, I wasn't really excited for, but I am fucking definitely well, excited for it now. The of the film is really. Beautiful. It just shows the the New Zealand like bush just amazing. Well, I figured, yeah, you'd like. I figured you would dig that, you know. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Oh, and then yeah, and then when Reese Darby shows up as Bushman, oh, Psycho Psycho Sam. You guys ever heard of the myth of Psycho Sam? And he's like, no, no. And then he goes, my name's Sam. Well, my name's Sam. <laughs> I was fucking dying. I was like, yeah, see, and that's why I love him. He plays um when they're like trying um, to escape. And he's like, "Oh, yeah. I got a, I got a, uh, 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 an, an underground bunker. Underground bunker. Shit, I haven't dug it yet. <laughs> <laughs> what have I been doing with my life? What am I doing? Yeah. Of he's like, hey, where, where are these in your heads? Because the government's trying to hear your thoughts or trying to see what you think. <laughs> and then, like, and then, like, the same thing with the kid too. He's like, yeah, we're gonna need this. We're gonna need rocket launchers. We're gonna need this. Yes. Like you said, Tony, that's like kids think. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that... exactly right. Mm-hmm. He literally um, wants to yeah, no. do a Terminator movie." Yeah. I mean that's Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the naivety of the kid is for sure. Um but it's also like it's what keeps Sam Neill's character like from being too like beaten down. Like he's so distraught that that you know the the mm-hmm. his wife. Well, he didn't want the responsibility or whatever. Yeah, then he Yeah, then he's he... just like he's just ready to like kill himself. I mean, he it it, it just crushed him. Um mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he's like, you can't call me uncle. Like, he's just fucking the yeah. like just- One of the scenes I like, too, is when, uh, when the kid's describing it. He's like, yeah, you know, when he didn't want to talk to me, he told me to play with myself. He didn't want to play oh, with me. So he told me to play with myself. And they're looking at him like, what? He made oh, me do things. Sorry. And, you know, yeah. it was it was hard at first because my hands are so soft. <laughs> when he said that, I was like, I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. I was like, no. She said, you go, wait, no, what? And they're looking at him like. Fucking pervert, man! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, God, I know. And he's like, only people who can't read say reading is stupid. <laughs> oh, you can't read! Look at me, I'm so stupid. 
<laughs> oh god, man! Oh, so dude! Yeah, a lot so of fun. Much. I watched it twice. It is so fucking close to a Slater. The only reason I can't give it a Slater right now is because I was watching it with, um, freaking uh, Lane. What's the, the, the grouchy? <laughs> what's the the Santa Claus term? Grouch? Or the Grouch? Scrooge? The Grinch? Scrooge. Like the, the Grinch? Grinch? Fucking movie! Like she just like didn't like it. So I was like. Well, you know how you know how when you're like you were digging something and you pause, you're like, "Oh no, she's got to come in and watch it." Why don't you do the opposite when she's hating it? Kick her out of the room. Oh, to kick her out next time. (laughs) (laughs) Do the opposite. But um, I do. She had a lot of fun with it, and she's cool. She hates everything. Cool. I do intend to um, go through it again and grab some sounders because there's definitely some good ones in there. Absolutely. Look forward to a review at sometime in the future. Nice. Because nice. I, I have a feeling that I'm going to love this movie, you know, by myself. Um, right. But right now, it's high, high, high. Buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, same here, too. I loved it. I'd buy that for a dollar. And I'm, I'm definitely right there with you guys. I'd buy that for a dollar. Nice. Very good. I don't know cool. how much replayability it has, but I would, I'd be willing to watch it again with somebody that... I you know I thought would like it you know because mm-hmm. those fucking jokes man and just the scenes of yeah the, like you said yeah like they're just they just come and go and they're and yeah uh, yeah just a lot of that even thing. when he goes to the house with the girl and the guy's like hey you're Ricky Bay oh you know, yeah. if I take a selfie <laughs> he's taking like fifteen <laughs> selfies he's like here I'm attacking you hey now you caught me uh, <laughs> yeah. here take a selfie of us he's like it's not a selfie if I take the yeah, picture I'll take it yeah <laughs> like little things like that you know. Yeah, I know oh, like we're he's totally like, spoiling the, all the jokes for our listeners. Sorry, I know. You go, just go watch it. But the, yeah. the, the, the priest too is like, you know what you find on the other door? Vegetables. Vegetables? What? No. What? No. Yeah. Why, why vegetables? No. You hear in the background, Jesus. <laughs> that part just cracked me up because it was it was it was the director. He had a little cool cameo in it. It's really funny. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. So you didn't recognize him? <laughs> As Blago? That's crazy. He looked like a wide titty. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Come on. No drum roll, no nothing. <laughs> All right. So then uh, MCP, he had the extra credit, right? I did. Um, yeah, I got well, him getting into the Halloween spirit. Signed, um Silence of the Lambs, one of the classic thriller crime dramas. Well, that's um, funny you said that because it says crime drama thriller on IMDb. It doesn't say horror. It doesn't say horror. Um, the only reason I said thriller crime drama is because I was reading it right off the thing. Just read it backwards. <laughs> um, now, would you guys consider it a horror movie? Uh, it can evoke the horror, graphic, but the, the violent. I wouldn't call it a horror, no. It's, okay. To today's standards, not really, but... For 1991 standards, it, it is. I mean, there are several t- visual scenes that are incredibly horrific. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, the movie starts to show its age, sure. Um, but it's, you know, 25. I think because it won Academy Awards, it doesn't want to be a horror movie. <laughs> Say that again? I think because uh, it won some Academy Awards, they don't want to consider it a horror movie. Uh, maybe. But, yeah, I mean, it's more or less... So, uh, yeah, but it's one of those classics we hadn't re- we hadn't uh, reviewed it. So, like, throw it in the mix, right? October, 
kick the kick October off. Yeah, it's a classic for sure. You know, it's funny. Me and Chris mm-hmm. watched it, and I have a soft spot for the movie. I think it's brilliant. Um, and Chris was like, "She goes, I don't think it holds up that well." And I'm like, "I need a divorce, bitch. Get out." Yeah, I mean, I was like, "Are you kidding me? This movie's fucking great." So, um, yeah, I don't know why she was all kind of like. I think it's just because some of the movie does kind of show its age a little bit. Um, it's a little slow. But the fact that... I, I think what happens is... And I, I was telling her at the beginning of the movie. The movie is not... It, it's centered, but... You know... There's two main bad guys in this movie. And I think people forget that Buffalo Bill is really one of the strengths of the film, I think. I think the creepiness of him, the we don't get a lot of him, but it, I, I said something, I was like, this is back when bad guys were really fucking bad. You know what I mean? Um, you know, we have so many movies nowadays where the bad guys are just bad cliches of this and that, and this one is like, Buffalo Bill is gent is so creepy. Like every time the you know music's playing, he's putting on, on the makeup and shit, and you just you just get the eebie-jeebies. You just um, you know what I was comparing it to was I was thinking I was like you know what kind of took this idea and kind of up the ante a little bit was Seven with Fincher, and I thought right, yeah, so I thought of it too. That's a little more modern, um, you know version of this um but i think i think the performance you get um is you know he's so fucking creepy you know he's so you know the the thing is is hopkins has been so um the i ate his liver with fava beans and he goes i think it's like people have kind of made fun of that over the years because it's such a cliche or kind of thing. It's like the greatest drop kind of thing. Um, so people don't take it serious anymore, but if you went to the fucking movies and saw this, you'd be you'd be rolling around in your seat all uncomfortable and shit and when the camera zooms in on his face and he's just like, you'd just be so fucking creeped out. You know what I mean? So, uh, But they do such a good job of building him up, too, where they're like, um, right before they say, well, he is, and then you hear the next sentence, oh, he's a monster. Yeah. And they're leading you to it, and you see him all caged mm-hmm. up. But the man's not doing anything. He's just standing in this fucking room, and he's just talking to her. And the look he gives in his fucking eyes and his that fucking performance is fucking top notch. It's he just top notch. like, power. By, even though he's caged... You right. can tell that he is in fucking control, and it, that is scary. That is and, extremely and scary. Not only that, how he gets in your head—it's like you can't mm-hmm. you can't stop him. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it, 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 it's like the guy, like the the the, the one guy in, in the cell. I can't remember the guy's name that jerks off and flings it on the. Oh, oh so gross! But he convinces him to kill himself just yeah. by talking he, to he him. Yeah. Yeah. That is a scary motherfucker. Uh, someone who can mm-hmm. kill you without being violent. Yeah. <sighs> That's pretty scary. Well, yeah, absolutely. Like, when he's just standing there, you look at it, they zoom in on his eyes and he's just standing there. I mean, he's like, he's just fucking standing. Talking. And you can tell, too, she's like behind glass and she's fucking terrified, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's just standing there talking to her, you know? And you're like... Chris is... Yeah, it's genuinely creepy. Is, like, throughout the whole movie, I was creeped out. <laughs> Chris's issue was with 
Jodie Foster being too naive, you know, when um, when he's asking her about, you know, her childhood and the farm and stuff like that. And Chris was like, she wouldn't be that open. Like, she's a top-notch FBI candidate and blah, blah, blah. She would be more guarded. And I was like... But sometimes in the back of my head, I'm thinking she's making that up just to tell him that. No, she's being... She's being... Well, I mean, I guess you're right. She could be acting. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. but Chris Chris thought, you know, like, she wouldn't be that naive, and et cetera, et cetera. And I was like... But I'm thinking he's but she, right, he, she thinks she has does him. it very well. Right. You know what I mean? She's young. She's I mean the you know uh, Foster was like 28 or something when she shot the movie. Um, so and, and then the the character it starts getting comfortable with him, or he, you know, um, he makes her feel comfortable. Yeah, and so she just starts letting more out and. And uh, that's his. Well, there's also that urgency of trying to get Buffalo Bill too. Right? right. She's like, "Oh, got him talking so. to me. I'll just mm-hmm. keep delivering. We've got this glass right. between us. It's, it's not. I'm, I'm in no danger. You know. Exactly. She, they, they specifically tell her, "Don't accept things from him," and mm-hmm. she does it multiple times. Like she feels more and more comfortable. So he's he's doing his job of getting in her head and making her feel comfortable, which explains why she's able to. Just tell the story of her childhood. It's like whatever. I, I'm. It's a trade. She sees it as a fair trade, you know, to get information out of him because he is helping, you know. Um, so I, I, I don't see it as, as too far fetched that she would, um, you know, tell the story of her past because it's just a story, you know. What's the mm-hmm. harm in telling someone a, a, a story, you know, of your past? She's not, you know. I mean, when she's talking about that lamb story, I mean, she is starting to tear up and cry. You think like she, you know, she. She like you know would, would start breaking down and crying, or maybe start forgetting about the mission, or just maybe give up some kind of. I don't know, but like I imagine that it was going through her head, like I just gotta hurry up and tell the story. It's like you know, right. you know tell exactly. just get through it, just get through it. Yeah, that's how I felt too. I feel like she was always in control. You know. Yeah, she and she thinks she's in control. Mm-hmm. Well, but she's like, and so there's always that that they're, when they're hauling her off at the end, she's like, just tell me the name, Mister Lecter. Just tell me. Mm-hmm. So she's desperate to, you know, she, he knows that he... Oh, yeah, I mean, she's trying to, she's, yeah. But he's confining her, and like he said, she, he's like, oh, you, they sent you to, to talk to me, not somebody else, you know, like, yeah. try something different, and yeah. Well, and it's kind of yeah, like, I mean, ironically, it's like throwing the lambs to the wolves. It's like, she's so naive, she's so young, you know, it's like, they, they're not going to throw some grizzly vet to go talk to him because he'd just nut up. He wouldn't say anything to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But she's young. She's a virgin, so to speak. Yeah. It's almost intentional. Well, it is intentional because the, uh, her, Jake her, Crawford um, said that. Right. The officer in charge, he said, yeah, I couldn't tell you why you were actually there because yeah. he, well, he would have known right away. away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so yeah, it works. I thought, yes, yes, I thought Scott Glenn was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's you know he's sort of like the cliche suit. You know, he's just a right, right, for sure. Kind of politician mm-hmm. character who's you know always. You know what's funny when I was watching this too? Yeah, it made me, it made me lessen Kevin Spacey's uh, character in Seven, thinking yeah. like it's almost a cheap knockoff of Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. In a little way, I was just I like, mean, you know, yeah. The, like well, I he said, just tried I, to do like a handball, you know. Because after watching this, I'm like, "Fuck, man, this this performance right here." Well, I mean, the difference is Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. 
in right. heaven. Uh, you know, we get him at the end, and you know. Uh, well, their motivations are different too. Where Kevin Spacey's trying to put out a message, and Lecter's just fucking—he's yeah, just he's selfish. Just, yeah, I mean, he wants shit for himself. He wants to eat. He's well, hungry. He's, he's having an old friend for dinner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that line. And he yeah, enjoys not- making people fear feel fear. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and lose the people lose control where they realize shit, I'm nothing. You know, it seems like that that his Doctor Hannibal enjoys that, whereas the other guy doesn't. It's, it, it was more about sending a message. Yeah, right. Yeah, and like you said, when then and then with Buffalo Bills scenes, it's like, oh, like the scene with the cast on the couch. It's totally what um, Ted Bundy used to do. He used to like put a cast on and be at colleges and stuff, and he'd have like a like a like a wrench, like not a wrench, but like a tire socket that would, you know, um, like underneath the tire. So they'd go in and put stuff in the back seat, just hit them on the head and take them. It's the same exact way. Um, but then this creepy just room, and then when they find the moth, uh, even like just being in the in the morgue room with the body, I mean, all the all the effects and stuff are yeah. amazing too, right? When they're doing all these corpses and everything. Um, and then the reveal when they're playing fucking Goodbye Horses. Oh, man, you can never hear that song without thinking of fucking Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm. And that song is just you know, ruined forever. It's like, um, and, he, and he's great, you know? It's funny because when I first remember seeing him before I saw him, I think it was Nowhere to Run with fucking Van Damme. <laughs> and he just played this, like, wow. real, yeah, real henchman dude, yeah. So when I went, and then even in Fast and Furious, he plays that cop, you know? Uh, but when I hear his voice, I'm like, that motherfucker sounds familiar, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was in yeah, Heat, yeah. too, man. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking Ted Levine. You're like, yeah. holy shit, dude. He's super fucking creepy, you well, know? he's not, you know, unfortunately, I think, you know, considering his character is so strong, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue, you know? I mean, and, and need, basically man. everything that he says in the movie has been, like, cliched. Uh, well, she a great big fat person? Like, you know, I mean, that's fucking been, I've heard that a million drops. Um, obviously put the lotion in the basket or else you get the hose again. Um, you know, and then he finally loses it and he's like, put the lotion in the fucking basket. <laughs> you know, he's just slow, like, he's just like, constant. don't you hurt precious? Yeah, oh. exactly. I mean, he played that to a team. He played that to a team. So like, you're just constantly uncomfortable every time. Oh yeah. yeah. Every, every time he's on the screen, you believe he's Buffalo. Bill. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Dude, I was I had I was feeling that she was in skeeved out after like after I watched it. I'm you know yeah. I'm going to pick up the kids from school. I'm like, man, this fucking movie I can't stop thinking about it. Um this movie's a fucking full on slater. I, I don't find a problem with this movie, man. I think the performances are brilliant, the the, the act I mean mm-hmm. the direction, the look of it, just this, like the scene where like the reveal, if you hadn't seen it the before, last scene, and, that last reveal where they where they're Lining up the two different scenes, where you know, knocking on oh, the yeah, door, ringing the, the doorbell. Yes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That was one of the yeah. best, most best put together, you know, reveals. Yeah. Finally, the way they lined it up. Oh, even when he takes his the face off when he's in a fucking ambulance. Oh, you know? Chris was Ooh, like, yeah, that's Chris cool. was like, oh my god, because she couldn't remember it. She, I don't even. I don't even think yeah, yeah. seen the movie all the way through before. Which is great, though. Yeah, to, yeah, to, to, to it'll get you like that still, yeah, you know. Exactly. And then I was like, well, I was thinking, I wonder if the audience would be too smart to figure that out now. You know what I mean? Chris Isaac. What? A little, Where? The the SWAT team guy. Oh really? Yeah, that's Chris. <laughs> oh, him? Yep. Oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh man, yeah, dude, this movie is fantastic. My only yeah, I agree. It's a slave. When, um, when uh, Clarice finds the dress in the girl's closet that's got the cutouts in the back, and that's when she figures out that that Buffalo Bill's like a seamstress, so to speak. How? Why? Why was that dress in her closet? Because he was he was doing um, alterations for her. So why would there be cutouts in the back? Well, let's. I mean, that's a that's a tailoring thing. Um, you know, I mean, we, yeah. He, he, Tony knows how to sew. He'll I know, tell you. I'm confused, Tony. I'm just saying. You just you just say it's a tailoring thing. You don't know tailoring, so you just give it to him. Like <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> Tony's like, boom, motherfucker, drop the mic. He's out. <laughs> I don't question it because you don't know. So right, right now I'm looking up to see if anybody who is a tailor has commented on those diamond shapes. Yeah, like you don't, you're not going to cut out. Because she had those cuts in her back, though, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, exactly. So, we know what did Buffalo Bill cut, the, the, cut the, the slits in the dress and then give the dress to her and then she put it in her closet? I'm confused. Like, See what I mean? That kind of doesn't make any sense. No, the, the the cuts have nothing to do with each other. It's to me, it seems like those kind of cuts are just cuts that are often used in tailoring dresses. No way. Right, no and, way. It, and yeah, I, Tony. Yeah. So when that's when she that's sees what I that, her own dress, right? She was she was dumbfounded. She was like, "What?" And I've been around my mom, who's an upholsterer, who made my clothes when I was a kid, and I've never seen her. I've seen her make. Are you a big fat lady? <laughs> yeah. Was well, she a big fat lady, Harley? All yeah. I'm saying is just because you don't but know what it is. Right. Like when you see, so yeah, it's just it, it, there could have been other clothes like that, but with other different, you know, seamstress type, you know, tailoring modifications on it before, right? But when she saw that, it triggered something like, oh shit, that's what he's doing, you know? It was a clue she needed. I bet you there's a better explanation. Right. I'm look it up. Fuck you. What do you give it? Oh, it's a Slater, for sure. Woo! Certified. Put it on the list. Certified Slater. I mean... joins the ranks of all the other greats. I get if it's one of those things, like, if you never saw it before, and you saw it right now for the first time, maybe you give it a dollar. Put it in your 31 Days of Horror in October. It creates... It created a whole... I mean... he's Yeah, serial creates drama, right? I mean, it killed it. You know, we wouldn't have seven if it wasn't for this kind of thing. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's kind of like the Star Wars thing. It's the middle movie. There's the prequel, which we had before this and after it. We had Manhunter. What uh, was the sequel? The sequel was Hannibal, was the Ridley Scott Hannibal. Oh, okay. And then later, they made the prequel, which was the um, the... The dragon tat, the dragon. Red dragon. Yeah, and that's actually the prequel. So, but we've obviously, but the Manhunter, which is the Michael Mann film, that is actually the first. That's a prequel. Yeah, that's the prequel, and the <clears throat> the Red Dragon is kind of the remake of Manhunter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, interesting stuff. All right, so uh, in my quick research, yeah. it looks like those diamond cutouts 
are used to make dresses wider. So if they're too tight in the waist, you add those Boom. diamond shapes to make them wider. Oh. What's up now, Harley? All right, what? all right. Uh, I said. Uh huh. Okay. All right. How about that? Right enough? Is that enough for you? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's just me and my my two minutes of tailoring mm-hmm. uh, studying. So it says Starling travels to the victim's hometown and discovers that Buffalo Bill was a tailor with dresses and dress patterns identical to the patches of skin removed from each of his victims. So that doesn't give me a whole. Oh, she telephoned. Or to make them tighter. You could that same like you can either cut it out of an existing dress and then you connect the two diamond ends together and it'll make it tighter. Or you can cut it and insert a patch to make it wider. Uh, Okay, interesting. Well, you learn something new every day. There you go. But See, yeah, about absolutely, that? he gets the Slayer. Absolutely. Certified. We have a list going, Tony? Oh, we should. Um, See what's his categories? Maybe on one day I'll pull it up. Yeah, we need categories right there. Boom. All right, who got the homework this week? I think that's me, right? Yep. So, uh, you know, Halloween's coming up, and, uh, but I'm not a big fan of Halloween movies, so I'm not going to pick anything related to fucking Halloween. What a dick. <laughs> I'm sure whoever's got extra credit will. So, uh, Goddamn right. but I love me some Paul Dano and, uh, uh oh, shit. I got no Come problems on. with Come on. Gonna, Come on. We're going to watch Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man. Finally. Oh, shit. Someone right. picked it. Yeah, I was gonna pick that last week, but I wanted the other. I wanted to pick Hunt for the Wooly People. I'm glad That's you one I'm gonna it. have to Somebody watch by myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, definitely not watching with the lady friend. You got it. Right on. Okay, so I got two for y'all. Um, since Tony's gonna choose Event Horizon on his pick, leave that oh, that's there. right. I got two, which are both currently um, streaming on Netflix, which I love. Um, now we can either go with Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow or Wes Craven's New Nightmare. I haven't seen Sleepy Hollow. Oh, I've never seen it. Oh. Uh, I'm pretty sure I, I have not. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. Um, no, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, same thing with me. I, like, I started watching it, but I, I didn't finish uh, it. I've certainly seen Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Um... Uh, it doesn't matter. Tony? I kind of want to watch the one I haven't seen. Sleepy Hollow? Yeah, Sleepy Hollow. Okay. I'm going to pick Sleepy Hollow. Sweet. There we go. Cool. Uh, yeah, so how was you guys' weekends? Tiring. What, did, what the fuck did you do? It was so damn tiring. I, um, <laughs> I, uh, well, Saturday was actually pretty relaxing. We went and, um, s- signed our asses up for a vacation travel club. Um, oh boy. That would eventually save us money and because we plan to travel a lot eventually. And uh, they suckered us into spending money now so we could save money later. <laughs> but we were planning on, <laughs> on spending a shit ton of money to go to Hawaii anyway. And uh, like the membership fee was only a little bit more than what we were planning to spend on Hawaii. So we're like, fuck it. Let's do it. 
so, so we hopefully we'll you'll have stories uh, soon of us traveling. But then nice. that comes Sunday. We helped Nori move. She had two U-Haul boxes um, <laughs> from her mom's house in like North Carolina that she had shipped over here. Because um, her mom, like, they moved her into a, an old folks' home, so they had to mm-hmm. empty out the house when they sold it. And mm-hmm. she got a bunch of junk, shipped it over, and then um, borrowed my dad's truck, helped Nori bring the U-Haul boxes and unload them. Shit was packed full of junk and a bunch of heavy shit. <laughs> and Lane and I moved it alone for, like, 90% of it. <laughs> it was... It it was it was rough. Uh, probably spent four hours helping her out, moving shit. And she's got that long. She's got a really long flight of stairs, um, with like twenty steps up to the second floor. And we moved a whole couch up that thing. It was fun, fun stuff. Oh, so um, it was fun, yeah. great to finish that. And then my mom invited uh, us to go to um, Jeanette Fonzo's sister's birthday get together. Well, it was like a a, a birthday bash for Jeanette, yeah. my sister, Amy, and then Nori tagged along. It happened to be her birthday this week too. So a bunch well, of October so celebrate October bright. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which was a lot of fun. Which was a whole. That's a whole another another story. That Fonza was there, and um, that was uh, yeah, that was pretty intense. <laughs> 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 you know, it, you know what they say: it ain't a party till some someone starts puking. Um, yeah, exactly, and, and it was a party. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know which part you want to jump in, Fonzo. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I get there. And I'm, uh, you guys are already eating pretty much. You guys are almost done, and yeah, I'm sitting there eating. Yeah, your mom made enchiladas. Yeah, my sister's favorite, so she always likes that on her birthday. So mm. she started making that. We're eating, and then Lainey grabs a pepper, and she's like, "Hey, right, Tony's well, eating already about three or well, four. Well, to set it up, to set it up. <laughs> um, uh, Fonzo's dad grows peppers in their backyard. And so they were having enchiladas, and I see this pile of peppers in the backyard. I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna grab one," and you know, because I like <laughs> peppers, so I'm so I'm eating it, and uh, and it's pretty spicy, um, but I handle it because I'm I'm pretty Grown used to man. peppers, right? <laughs> um, and so then I go get another one and uh, eat a second one with my as I'm finishing up my enchiladas because it was good with the enchiladas, so so I had two, um, and by that time. Fonzo shows up, and then somehow, Lainey and just Fonzo, called me out. She called calls Fonzo me out. out. <laughs> it's like if you have one, I'll have one. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I guess. I'm like, I don't know why I'm being called out. I'll do it, I guess. You know, I'm like, I ain't no bitch. I'll take this shit right now. <laughs> I think so like I think your dad like said something about you eating one, and and then so she said, well, if you eat one, I'll I'll eat one. I see. And she hates spicy things. Yeah, so that's I'm like, what, was what the fuck? I'm like, I ain't stopping this shit. This should be classic. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, and then yeah, sure enough, we fucking we uh, like cheers with the peppers and ate them. And luckily, I still had food on my plate, so I kept eating it. But man, it wasn't helping. My lips were all burning. The tongue, this shit was spicy. This shit was hot, man. I, you know, I like spicy food, but fuck, man, that that just doesn't make it fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was just hot, you know. It was funny because I was telling Tony, I was just eating like. Tomatoes with tapatio, like I just love eating tomatoes with tapatio, and I saw like a snack, and I was eating that already, so I was already kind of like spiced up from before, so this was just making it even worse. Like, in fact, thinking about it right now is making my my mouth watery. 
Tony's like skin small and it's just like our brain's like triggering something like, Hey dude, stop right. talking about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we ate it and I was like, fuck, that was, you know, but luckily I had food. So it was kind of helping me because the second mm-hmm. time I did it, I didn't have any food and we were trying to be fucking macho, me, you and, and Jono, like mm-hmm. the you know, first one takes a drink, loses it. I'm like fucking trying to hang in there. My eyes were watering, my nose running. I'm like, Hey man, but that one was all on you. Cause I just, I just went out there was like, fine. Cause so, so, so I eat two peppers. Then Lanny and Fonzo eat a pepper together, and then I eat another one, another two peppers, and then I swallow a fifth one, um, just to, uh, swallow it whole to see if it does anything. I was like, eh, no, 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 no yeah. big deal. And then Jono and um, and Jeanette, no, Jono shows up, and so then once he got there, then him, Jeanette, and my sister all eat a pepper. That's right. And they're and they're fucking dying, and uh, and my sister ends up puking. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and she felt great afterwards. She's like, "Oh yeah, now I'm done. <laughs> I got that shit out." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we're all having a good time, uh, dying with our mouths dying, right? Uh huh. And somehow, like you know, John was like, "Oh, it's not a big deal." Blah blah blah. And so I go get get some more. Um, and I'm just, I just I just challenge everybody. I was like, "All right, here, let's make it fun." You know, first po- first person to drink um, loses. I figured people would learn from their first mistake about accepting challenges. <laughs> Fonzo, no one yeah. even says anything. Fonzo just throws it in his mouth. Like, fuck it. I'll you, fuck I'm it. Like, Let's oh, do shit, it. Shit, Jono, it's on. Yeah. That was the dumbest thing. Big mistake, Harley. Dumbest thing. Because I hadn't eaten like two plates of full of food. Oh, fuck. And so that you, shit was coming back. So you had no room to put more food uh, in your mouth to calm down that second pepper. I did it, yeah. There was no food on my plate. I was done. And yeah. I had already eaten two plates. I was already full. So now I'm like getting gag reflexes like, oh, fuck. So that's what So that's what was trying to come out. Like I'm trying to swallow like my spit, you know, trying to like calm it down. But once it starts, man. Back, and I'm like, fuck. So then I'm like, oh, let me calm it down with some ice cream. I'm like, nope. And I'm getting even more full. So I'm like, I got to run out. I'm, I got to, you know, I'm just so I'm drinking water, rinsing it, spitting out, spitting out. And then by the time, and then for, the, for some reason, the fourth or fifth time when I was doing that, it just made me go. Whoop. I'm like, oh fuck! I better just throw up, you know, see if I'll feel better. Cause I have no problem throwing up. Like when I was a kid, I'd always throw up. Like oh, really? before I go to school, I was always nervous. Yeah, my mom would make me breakfast. I'll, I'll never forget scrambled eggs and Sunny Delight. I would eat it. <laughs> oh, fine. Okay. So I get in school, I get nervous and yak it every time. So to me, like throwing up is no big deal. I, you know, I've always done it. So when it was time to throw up here, I'm like, fine, I'll do it. My sister gets outside. She's on on her phone filming me, and I'm like. I don't even care. I'm fucking in pain. Like, I gotta spit this out because this shit's whack. You know, this is not fun. <laughs> oh, man. And so, yeah. that So that happened. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Should post some of our videos. No kidding. Oh, fuck. I did see a movie on Monday. I forgot with Jeff. <laughs> I knew um, I was missing one. A macabre. Monday macabre. Yeah, Monday movie macabre. The Mutilator. I got a... Uh, got a for... Yeah, this movie directed by Buddy Cooper, and I think, and it's funny, stars Donaldo's sister. I had no idea she was in a movie. She's, she's what? Ruth Martinez. Ruth Martinez. That's oh, no a, way. that's that's Donaldo's sister's name. It's not the real one. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just funny when I saw the credits, I took a picture of it, and I was like, "Whoa, that picture of that girl even looked like her when she was younger." That was kind of funny. A teenager who accidentally committed mat- mat- matricide finds himself being hunted together with his girlfriend and mates by his now crazed father. Uh, kills his own mother. Is that matricide? Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's so fucking like sweet. You're like, oh, this little kid goes to the gun rack. You know, he he made this little sign for his dad. Happy birthday! I cleaned them all by myself. So he takes out one of the gun, 
No keys, no lock, fucking straight up 80s. Opens it up, da da da, starts cleaning it, looks into the barrel, looking at it, like, whoa, whoa, about to shoot yourself. Aims over it, shoots through the door, kills his mom, right in the back. <laughs> and they're like, and what's crazy is that the dad's like, takes him to the, that gun room and just backhands him. Then he grabs the, the, the his wife, her dead body, and, and just pulls her, and sits her up straight. And he starts to make himself a drink, just sitting there. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? So I guess he gets arrested, comes back later, he seeks revenge, you know, he starts killing off all the, all his teenage friends, and the acting's fucking atrocious, man, it's, it's pretty fucking funny, like, one of the kids they found at a bar, and like, uh, super low budget, man, but it's like, so unique to me, like, why the fuck does this get like a Blu-ray treatment, and like special features, and it's, it's just, uh, I mean, the cover's cool, what's funny too, the song's called, the movie was called Fall Break, and Tony, do me a favor, see if you can look up, Fall Break opening theme song because you guys gotta fucking hear this. This is the greatest theme song I've ever heard to a horror movie in my life. I mean, it's like it was like a TGIF Friday TV show. You can fit it in between Family Matters and Step by Step. What am I looking for? Fall Break opening theme or the Mutilator theme song or something like that. Like it's it's I can't even believe when they're. They're all in the convertible. They're driving. They're going to the speech house. You know, and you're just like, duh, duh, duh. I'm thinking like waiting for opening credits, like full house fonts and everything. I mean, I, oh. that sounds right. <laughs> yep. This is it. Play it. Turn it up. They're fucking driving to their car. Go to the beach. So the original title is called Fall Break, but for some reason they change it. Isn't it? Yeah. That's playing while the whole montage of the credit opening credits are coming up. Huh. It's funny because my buddy on, on Twitter, Norman's like, this, they, that movie, he's like, have you watched it? I'm like, no. Best opening theme song ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I know why. Yeah, this movie is, dude, this movie gets a dollar just for the one of the fucking coolest kills I've ever seen was like he gets that fish hook. And and uh, for like the first, like for like a few 15 minutes, I look over my buddy Jeff's falling asleep. He's totally out. I know what it is. He comes over to my house, he falls asleep. I go to his house, I fall asleep. Yeah, you guys, you <laughs> so, you fall I, yeah. asleep without having kids, your your own kids, like, jumping on your back. Yeah. Well, I guess it's like, you know, he's got no responsibilities, so he can just, you know, be relaxed. Um, same with when I go to his house. So then we're watching it, and all of a sudden he missed one of the kills, and he, for some reason he finally wakes up, and he looks, and he's like, the, what the, the, the dad grabs one of the girls, puts her on top of the work table, and he grabs a fish hook, and then I wanted to fucking record this on it. I was going to post this, and I forgot. And he's just like, gets so animated, so funny. He goes, oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> and sure enough, he grabs a fucking fish hook, and right when you think he's going to he's gonna put it in her badge, like, nah, he ain't going to do that. He ain't. Oh, shit, he's doing it. He's pulling up. Oh, fuck. And Jeff's like, oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. And then sure enough, it's coming out of her belly button, and he starts oh. pulling on it. You're like, I was like, wow, that was not bad. That was pretty impressive, man. That was really cool. So interesting kills. Like I said, this girl, Ruth Martinez, Pam, she, this is like, I think she's all she's done. And same with Buddy Cooper. And I think I feel bad for the guy because I think he's short on money because on Instagram he has a store and he's selling a lot of his stuff. Um, I think, and this is the only thing he's done. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Except for the documentary in 2016 was probably for, you know, the Blu-ray. But, yeah, he wrote and directed for the sound department. That's it. That's all he's done. So I think he's short for cash because he's got, like, scripts and Polaroids and posters and stuff in the movie. So, um, but, yeah, he's got this huge Blu-ray. So hopefully he makes one out for that, man, because it's, it's kind of funny. It's, like, uh, it's almost... Uh, I hope he was young when he did it, because, you know, it's like, you know, it feels like someone's first indie horror movie or something, so. But, uh, just for that kill alone, man, and just reaction, just, I'll never forget it. I got mine for a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar! And the fucking theme song, dude. It's like straight out of Full House or something. It's crazy. Wasn't that yeah, nuts? Yeah, that is pretty over the top for sure. And I look over and Jeff's like, going on the world? And he's totally singing along. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, dude, Sunday, like, same thing. Amy was at work all day, but then uh, when she came home, we went over to my sister's parents and, you know, fucking did that crazy shit. Monday, it's cool, man. It's working out. Monday and Tuesday, like I said, I get to watch the homework and the extra credit while the kids are at school. Monday, went to, we, after after I pick up the boys since they get out, or actually, they all they get out the same time, well, 12 and 12.30, and after that, I take them to the Halloween store, looking at stuff around, and then uh, and on Tuesday, I take, the, I take the kids to the park today. Kind of kill some time before we go get crew. After that, went to, we went to Sonics with uh, Donaldo and uh, I went to Fry's after that, just to hang out. Um, but I was telling that story, I'm like, no, just just tune in the podcast. I'll, I'll talk about that story about <laughs> me being the gunman. I'm the fucking gunman now, goddamn it. You and your fucking. Um, so that's all, that's all I did. And my team finally lost, you know, but I think they needed a loss. They needed to wake up. Um, well, they're gonna get you know, our quarterback loss was hurt. Oh. What's that? They're going to get another loss this weekend. Well, because we're playing you guys? Yeah. Is that your shitty attempt of talking shit? Because <laughs> it sounded really confident. You sounded really confident right there. <laughs> a short week, man. We'll see. If we lose to you, we should just retire. Fuck it. Oh, shit. Yeah, you should. Yeah. So that's that. And then this Sunday, uh, we're going to Medieval Times for Amy's birthday. Oh, shit. That's, so. That shit still goes on. Yeah, man. I so I'll record that. Try to record some stuff in there. Yeah. yeah. You only did it once? Yeah, I, you know, I, I went along. You ever been, Tony? Yeah, just one time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got experience one time. I don't want to see the kids, like, eat, you know? Yeah. Got the crowns on, rope for the night. It's fun, you know? Dinner in the, what is it? Dinner in the show? Dinner in the show, I mean, yeah, more or less. Well, it was funny, when I lived in Long Beach in LA, yeah, it was always prominent. They always show commercials about it, you know? I was promoted that and like uh, not great. anything that was you know in your area you know yeah so, yeah. That's so. Cool. what about Harley what'd you do we uh, you do, we finally we hadn't gone boating in a while and the weather was really nice over the weekend and so we went boating down to Shasta Lake which was nice it was, uh, nice. It was good we just pussed around the lake and um, um, we took the dog with us. The dog has a lot of fun on the boat. She just kind of hangs out with us, but she swims now. So she's turned out to, to be quite the good boat dog. And um, uh, yeah, just a cool, cool day, cool day on the lake. And then um, Anna went camping with her class, or sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. So it was like thirty of them or some shit. They went camping <laughs> on. They left, they left Monday morning and got back today, so um, it was kind of funny to see them all. Oh, I totally fucking forgot. Did you guys see the John Wick 2 trailer? I did not. Yes. I'm it's, like, sold. They could, they could have just showed the title, and that would have been, like, sold. You know what yeah. I mean? 
I was told that soon I heard they were making a Wick, John Wick too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, John Wick two done. Yeah, I mean the I'm first there. one was a lot of so, fun, so I'm sure I'm sure the second one will be up the ante and everything that we loved about the first one. So, have you guys mm-hmm. seen the Get Out trailer? Yeah, Get Out, Jordan Peele's movie. Yeah, yeah that's Jordan there, Peele, man. dude, a horror movie. It's fun, yeah. dude. It's it's a trip. Yeah, has a. Oh, what was it? Stepford Wives? Is that the? It's like every like black black man's nightmare, you know. You're about to meet the your white your white girlfriend's parents, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, you're like fucking strange. Town <laughs> feeling, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. So, oh Tony, did you watch Westworld? I watched it Friday night. Didn't you see me tweet about it? Uh-huh. I said round two is on. Oh shit! Yeah. Harley, it, you watched yeah, it. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I'm loving it. Westworld's awesome. I was I was down like within the first ten minutes. I think the thing mm-hmm. is, is there's so much, there's so much to explore, in the sense of it, the idea, the concept brings raises so many questions, so many characters. What do you do with this? What happens with these people? What are you gonna? You know what I mean? They're so, like, me, I was literally, like, pausing the show every two minutes going, well, what happens, what's going to happen with this, or what are they going to do with that? And it's, like, just constantly asking questions because it's so, it create. there's so, there's, it's just such an interesting world. And the movie kind of brushed on it, but, you know, it's one of those things. Ironically, it was you know um, uh, Michael Crichton wrote and directed it, but it wasn't based on an original book that he wrote. You know what I mean? Mm. He probably had the idea of some great big grand story, um, but I really look forward to to their sort of reimagining, so to speak, of. Of his original script, because the original movie ends up just being—I mean, I—I I remember talking about it on the podcast years ago, saying this is like the prequel, or this is like Cameron must have seen this before he wrote *Her Terminator*, because the gunslinger in the original Westworld is the motherfucking Terminator, um, and this one has all the makings of it with really good performances, brutal rated R. You know, cinematography of action and, you know, all the blood and guts. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, yeah, so I'm having a lot of fun with it. I, I look forward to, to to watching it as the seasons go by. I'm sure it's going to do well enough and we're going to get a lot of it, you know. Um, you know, whether they hold up or not, who knows. But, um, yeah, I look I look forward to, to continue to watch it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that concludes another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast, right? I think right. We're just randomly ranching all things movies. Episode 331 is now in the books. We've re- reviewed a lot of stuff right now, man. We're going pretty late, so it's about time to wrap it up. So I want to thank everyone for listening. And uh, comment, please. Tell us who's got the most wackiest of wackiest of Crazy. habits, I guess. Obsession. Let us know. Yeah, and if you guys seen those movies, too, let us know. I want to know. Because I'm seeing some plays on the SoundCloud. I mean, got some views, so it's... You know, who's listening, let us know. Hit us up. Twitter, Facebook. Don't be shy. Let us know. Um, so, I want to say it. Thanks again. Thanks again for listening. I'm Boy Fonzo. Say we ride Harley, together. we die together.
MCP Bad Boys for Life. <laughs>